days like these, you just want to head to the beach. I wish. If only we didn't live in a completely landlocked region. Mm, have I got news for you? With climate change, the beach will come to you no matter how landlocked you are. Oh, man, oh man, it's cold out there. I know, the gas bill is through the roof too. With climate change, say goodbye to winter, unless you're in a temperate zone now, in which case, look forward to some exciting seasonal changes. Baby, look at that view. I can't see it. There's so many fucking trees in the way. Ugh, and all these dumbass birds. Ooh, don't worry. Climate change is getting rid of those for you. All that dumb wildlife and view-blocking trees, gone! Imagine instead gazing across an arid plain like something out of a movie, like one of those amazing post-apocalyptical films. Climate change. We can't bring the dinosaurs back, but we can help you join them. Yes, come to see you. I say now, Benson, Welcome to episode 182 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot <laughs> truths and tasty goofs. I'm your rusty AF host, Simon Peltier. I'm your sultry, smooth host, Tom Zalatni. I'm your uh, charming uh, uh, Eli Boussoulet. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a special guest in studio with us The tonight. most special of all guests. Oh, she wow. is the social media coordinator for the Upford Network, the managing editor at the Concordian, and host of the upcoming Gal Chat podcast here on the Upford Network, Candace Pye. Hello, what an intro, wow. I'm getting better at actually mm. like planning out intros <laughs> for people. That's bananas that you started doing that. It took like 182 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finally nailed it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. Guys, friends around the table with me and also friends listening, friends inside whose ears I currently am. Mm-hmm. You're listening to this episode probably on my birthday. Yeah. Because wow. my, my birthday is August 29th and this one is coming out August 28th. Eighth, and we know you guys mm. like to listen to things a day late. Yeah, yeah. just let it simmer a little. <laughs> before you really dive in I, there. The majority of my podcasts I listen in, I listen to the day after. So I think that might be true for me too. Yeah, yeah. I find there's like a lot of the shows I listen to come out on Mondays, mm-hmm. and so like I don't get to all of them. And then Tuesday happens, and then kind of by mm. Friday I listen to everything that's out on Friday because there's like one show. M- yeah. Monday's a lull day for me. Really? Yeah, I don't listen. I feel like I don't listen to. Well, no, I listen to Dear Hank and John, which comes out on Mondays. But I listen yeah. to them on Tuesdays because I open at the cafe on Tuesdays, and that's mm-hmm. a great. It's a great podcast to listen to at seven a.m. Yeah. So mm-hmm. is our podcast. Stop for discussion. That yeah. emotionally honest co- <laughs> podcast where we take the you know all those. Oh no. <laughs> no! Oh wait, burping's what? allowed. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. If oh, Tom's no. in the room, burping's allowed. That's how yeah. it works. Been keeping them in all this time. Oh no! Don't worry about it. <laughs> how old I are mean, you turning? Uh, how old do you think I'm turning? Twenty six. Twenty four. Well, you know, know yeah. <laughs> uh, the exact average. I'm turning twenty five. Uh, Whoa. Okay. Well, yeah. we're pretty close. Pretty, pretty close. close. You're yeah. thirty in five years, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, that's the saddest. <laughs> that was the meanest thing anyone could have possibly said. <laughs> hey, I'm, how old are you, Eli? I'm twenty three. Oh shit. Mm. But, well, I'm always the baby. You're what? Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, young and yeah. fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. We um like so Simon's birthday is the day that this comes out. Johan's birthday was a week before this came out, which is tomorrow because we're recording a week early. Whoa. Oh my, God. Uh, my birthday is a week after Simon's birthday. A so we just got these yeah. birthdays like back to back to back. Yeah. When's mm. your birthday? October 14th. So you're going to have a birthday soon mm. too. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Candace? March 20th. Oh, never mind. No, I'm no, not close. No birthdays <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So do, we, do, we know, do we know the birthdays of all the other cast members? Oof. Uh, nope. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well... We should. I know uh, former host Tim Blaze's birthday is early December sometime. Yes. So, yeah. I have this thing with birthdays that it's like impossible to remember. Yeah. And then this one time I was crossing the borders to go to the States and I got pulled over and they started to ask me questions about like my parents and stuff. And then they're like, uh, when, when's like, what's, what does your, what does your dad do? And like, he's like, has a company and stuff. He's like, and date of birth, please. And I freeze. I'm like, uh, oh, no. Wait, were you asking like, your date of birth or his? No, your my dad's. dad's oh, who's yeah. their dad's birthday? I, I yeah. do. Oh. February September 5th. 9th. Shout out Papa Pie. <laughs> Come Papa on. Papa. September 9th, 1955. Oh. Papa. Yeah. And, th- and then I froze and he was like, oh, you don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I have no clue. And he's like, okay, you better you better bring your A game your, on Father's Day. Your answer Day. should have been, do you know yours? <laughs> yeah, like that feels like something that like I totally would understand someone yeah. not knowing yeah. your dad's birthday. But then he asked about my mom and my answer was the was the same. I was like, I, I don't I don't I'm not good with dates and I birthdays and numbers. And I don't love my yeah. parents. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like how I, or it reminds me of this article I read a while ago, like a number of years ago about how like male members of the, the metal music community like mm-hmm. respond to to female members and like female fans where they'll be like what's the you like this band what's the birthday of the bassist and I'm like i don't fucking know the story of my fucking like life. i yeah. like i know their songs and i've listened to them 800 times but i don't i don't care yeah no yeah. you got to got to pop quiz the women guys yeah yeah <laughs> necessary yeah. Candace, you've yeah. listened to this show a bunch right Yes. Okay, so you're such a big fan. When's Simon's Massive. birthday? Uh, I, uh, uh, whenever this comes out. The 29th. There we there go. There we go. Got yeah. it. Of which month? August. Of which year? Ooh, oh, fuck. I'm, I can't do math. No, literally not 2018 even. 2018 minus 25? Guys, no, this is Why am I trying Stop. to figure out the math here? I was born the same year as literally no <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're yeah, carrying the three. <laughs> 93. Okay. Yeah, a good year. It's a good year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two of us were born. I don't, you know. It's all you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friends started. True. Frasier too. Other shows. Oh, there was a third I just found out about Seinfeld? recently. No, Seinfeld was like nearing its end by then. Uh, I mean, hmm. I'm sure there were multiple shows that came out in 93. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Shall we dive After into this the... scintillating conversation? <laughs> yeah, now you guys can all plug our birthdays into your calendar and send us nice messages on Twitter. Indeed. Yeah. Speaking of birthdays, let's take it to the cash corner. Welcome to the cash corner, Ka-ching. the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Did you know that Simon's birthday is tomorrow? Yes, you did. I did not see this part of the copy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I Keep, keep going. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> 
That's okay. Did you know that Simon's birthday is tomorrow? Yes. And that Tom's birthday, that's me, is like a week later? Yes. Well, both of those are true things. (laughs) And because those are both true things, now would be an awesome time to donate money to us over at Patreon. It's sort of like giving us a birthday present, except it mostly just goes toward... Except it mostly just goes toward helping us keep the lights on in the studio, which benefits a bunch of other people as well. Yay! If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Candice, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Jillian, Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, Anne, and Will. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That was... Like really good that timing. Was, that was Will in Will's native language. Oh, <laughs> can you make that sound again? Ooh. I have to do it one more time because it's my water bottle. Yeah. Ugh. God, <laughs> stop Yikes. doing that. British. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least five dollars a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. No. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Patrick. Patrick. Patrick asks. With the growth of globalization, for example, how quickly the island of Montreal's main language has become challenged from the status quo of French to other languages like Arabic and Mandarin, soft disagree, do you think that there will ever be a world where everybody looks the same race and speaks the same language, and how would you feel if it did happen? Patrick, that's a loaded question. This question yeah. is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Do, like, do expand, Candice. We're mm-hmm. listening. It's Candice okay. time. It's Candice hour. First of all... I don't even think that's the correct use of globalization, but we'll go with it. Okay. Second of all, (laughs) other languages like Arabic and Mandarin, soft disagree, (laughs) like you said. Okay. um, Wait, hold up. First of all, don't think it's possible because everyone would kind of have to be on board, which not everyone is because racism is the thing that exists. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and and racism existing separately within two different groups of people who speak different languages. Yeah. So yeah, and you got I, English speaking racists and French speaking racists. Yeah, and even within races, there are so many divides mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. like there's no way you would have like one yeah. singular group. Right. But like, let's give Patrick the benefit of the doubt here and say, <laughs> if it was possible, how would I feel? Probably not good, because <laughs> that would kind of equal like complete genetic homogenization and we kind of need well to get into biology (laughs) we need a diverse gene pool to not be like horribly inbred (laughs) as a species (laughs) i was was about to say do you want another word for genetic genetic homogenization inbreeding yeah Mm -hmm. literally like i just Mm -hmm. so no not good i would not feel good about it probably (laughs) it's it's kind of a weird thing where like this sort of feels backward to me because didn't we all sort of start out basically the same and then mm-hmm. as the earth sort of split and mm-hmm. moved and people right. lived in geographically different areas they just sort of changed because of their location like yeah, it feels like it would, we'd have Garden to like Eden. yeah yeah tower, exactly t- tower of babel i'm a young earther right yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. but like you know like i feel like if we wanted everyone to look exactly the same we'd have to like squish all mm-hmm. the land back into one spot and then or just wait. all live in the same spot yeah which again not possible not possible yeah <laughs> no and like other than racism you have like so many cultures that are like so proud yeah. of mm-hmm. their language like just, i don't like you know like italians for example arabs like they have those like this language that they did for like so long and right. they're not willing to just throw that out the window and be like okay let's forget about mm-hmm. that and just it's like yeah and I don't know, like what what kind of world what kind of world would that be? It's like what's the point of traveling if right. you're not yeah. like if there's no 
different things in every part of the world. Like, I don't know. There's mm-hmm. a magic that is kind of disappears. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take a slightly different take on that last question because I mm-hmm. agree with everything else is saying, but how would I feel if it were to happen? My guess is that it would take so long to happen that I wouldn't notice it. And by the time it happened, I wouldn't feel much different than I did a year before because a year mm-hmm. before wouldn't have been that much difference. You know, it would be like, so, it, I don't think it'd be the kind of thing where like one day there's a coup at the UN and everyone's saying like, now everybody speaks Yiddish mm. or something. I don't know. I don't know why I picked that one. <laughs> that was a bad, that made me look bad. I'm sorry, guys. I feel like it's a, <clears throat> it'd be an interesting one for sure. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's a small enough spoken language. Mm-hmm. that it'd be a really funny choice <laughs> like the un was like all right guys here's a language that like a very small percentage of the population speaks it puts everyone on equal footing yeah. if they have that's to learn fair. that that's right fair. you know everybody yeah. we're all gonna speak urdu yeah that's yeah. the thing Klingon. you know i'd like i i have a lot of trouble imagining that that would happen i think it would yeah. be much more of like a like all the languages would like blend in a little bit by little bit and then at some point before you realize that everybody's speaking the same language mm. right i don't think it's an esperanto type of thing Right, yeah. You know. I did see this really fucked up article though where they were talking about how so many people are um like having sex and making babies with like people of darker colored skin that one day like we'll all have uh, you know, everyone will be like a person of color, and like white people were actually mad about it, and, and like we're writing this article and I was like, Wow, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I mean Have you been to Norway? but yeah it's just like i guess it could be possible in that sense but still it wouldn't be everyone like there's no way yeah Yeah. well that's one of those things that like but i have a friend who um i I know a couple uh she is white he is half white half chinese and they thought about that when they got together they had that moment where they were like oh our baby is going to be three quarters white one quarter chinese wouldn't it be funny if our baby ended up eventually marrying a white person and just kind of gradually diluting it more and more? And I was like, well, I don't know if it'd be funny, but it's definitely a thought experiment. (laughs) That has been, uh, you know, undergone by a lot of people, a lot of white people over the ages in a lot of different areas of the world. Well, that's it, right? It's called assimilation. Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, that kind of thing, the going back and forth, right, of, like, mixing and unmixing and mixing and unmixing is just a natural thing that's going to happen like over time. So I don't think that there's any possible scenario where everybody is the same. Just so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Like it'd be, you'd have to do it on purpose and no one's going to go for that. I was was going to say like, are we going to get into a eugenics discussion now? Like (laughs) not everyone's on board with that guys. Come on now. It'd have to be like a huge speed dating thing where everyone's at one long table and everyone like rotates. (laughs) You know, along the way. Uh, yeah, It would have to be like a Genghis Khan situation where one oh person has sex with all of the fertile people. <laughs> and like, Hot. that's the only line that gets continued. And like, oh, too bad. And no, I don't want a Genghis Khan situation. <laughs> Handmaid's Tale season three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just started. Oh, okay. No spoilers. I mean, I read the books, but. Oh, okay, in season well, three, Genghis Khan one, shows so up. Still yeah. no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I I think the the language thing is a more interesting question to me than the yeah. race thing because I think the language part of it is actually maybe a little bit more possible. Um, I mean, obviously, there's like always going to be a lot of languages in the world, mm-hmm. but I think that one thing that the internet makes it possible to have is like communication with people yeah. who like right. don't necessarily speak the same language as you, right? Like even just thinking about it, like 
a lot of countries speak English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as their main language, but they'll they'll they learn it in schools mm-hmm. even, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that on that level, it wouldn't surprise me if eventually like it's common that like there's maybe two or three languages that if you know them, you can speak to anybody in the world because mm-hmm. yeah. they'll know it yeah. as their secondary. Mm-hmm. I but, agree. I also yeah. think there's like a like Eli was saying, like there's a bunch of people who are really proud of their cultures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know that I come from a Lebanese family and I do not speak Arabic and I know how <laughs> next to nothing about the you Lebanese culture. I really wish I did. Yeah. But I do think that a lot of people like my mom chose not to teach it to us. And like, yeah. it wasn't because of a specific reason. It was kind of just like, eh, why? Like we don't live there kind of yeah. thing. Um, so yeah. And I mean like, that's something that my kids are going to be even like further detached mm-hmm. from. So I think that's definitely a more possible mm-hmm. thing than like the mm-hmm. race aspect. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like your mom though. I try, I grew up trying to learn Arabic. And it's such a tough language. Eventually, I sucked so bad at it. And my parents were like, okay, we're, we're, we're putting you in a French school. So it's obviously not working out for you. They were like, Eli, we tried. We but tried. You, you just can't. Just cannot. You're just I would like, too dumb. <laughs> we just can't do it. I would memorize. This is your parents way. saying this, not me, guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm a bit offended. <laughs> Sorry, Eli. No, it's okay. Um, so, yeah, like I would memorize the, the way the word look. But I would jumble up the letters, mm. so like nothing would make sense, and I would get terrible grades. And yo, written Arabic is a whole other can of worms. <laughs> like it's just like yeah, it's like that's completely... actually how how it was invented. The written language is just it's... a can of worms oh. on the ground. Just... That's <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, my my mom was like that with me as well with Hungarian. Like my grandparents spoke it to each other enough that she learned it. But then when it came to me, she was like, why would I teach my son Hungarian? We live in Canada. Yeah, He's never going to need it. Yeah. Well, I can I can partake in that, too, because my mother's mother was from Denmark and did not teach her children and my mom Den- Danish. And now, like, my grandma's gone. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's like, this is a whole chunk of their heritage that they don't have. And I'm, right. I've been delving into that that part of my heritage, too. And I've been like, I don't I don't have this. And like. It, it's yeah it feels like a, a part of it that's missing and i, f- I feel right. like right now we're kind of doing like a the op the opposite point mm-hmm. but <laughs> at the same time not because we're both saying this is a part that, of our culture we wish we had yeah and that we don't have right you know yeah well that's it right and i think that the the fact that it's kind of easy to lose your family's culture linguistically mm-hmm. means that like the the other side of that coin is that you're taking your like geographical culture onto yourself a bit more right because if you lose your family's foreign tongue and suddenly just have your local tongue you're like okay well that's functionally what's that's that's what's happening right Mm -hmm. is that you're like okay well we don't speak lebanese Mm -hmm. we don't speak arabic (laughs) 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 but we do speak no no it is is a different it's like every dialect is so different that you cannot understand other yeah but i feel like there's something about you know like if your parents are kind of like culturally very um, intense mm-hmm. you grow up to be like nonchalant and you don't care but the opposite is also true right. if they're like if they were like very they didn't care and stuff you like you're more interested and you mm-hmm. want to dive deeper and like oh this is my origins and stuff so yeah yeah it's always <laughs> a bit of a coin toss eh? mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely yeah that's sort of like one of those rebellion things that's like it's not even necessarily that you're consciously rebelling. It's just that you instinctively want to like mm-hmm. do what your parents didn't do, right? Yeah. Just yeah. do the opposite, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So, yeah, I, I I hadn't even thought of your point, Tom. That like, if I were to move to 
for some reason moved to Spain, sure. I would learn Spanish and I would end up doing things the Spanish way, you know, and like certainly bring a little bit of Canadian-ness to it. Mm-hmm. But it like it would be I would be a like a, a Spanish Canadian or Canadian Spanish. Canadian Canadian Spaniard. Spaniard, yeah. I think. Like I, but, question mark. <laughs> but it, it it wouldn't be like its own thing, right? It right. would be like a mix of the two, and I don't know that that would, you know, like pr- presumably if I were to then have children in Spain, mm-hmm. they would grow up as Spaniards, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like I, I hadn't even thought of that. Like yeah, you end up adopting the culture of who, wherever you're going, right? Well, that's it, and then like potentially your grandchildren might not speak mm-hmm. English or French, right? Yeah. I mean, they they probably still would, but like yeah, you know. And Not he, as I, much as you yeah. do currently. Even like within one country, you know, if I were to if I were to move to the Maritimes, I'd probably start speaking like a Maritimer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and like start being Maritimey and eat lobster yeah. all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's like um, our friend Pete. Sing jigs. Our friend Pete, who yeah. like was from Toronto and then lived in Montreal, he moved down to Michigan before any of his kids were born, mm-hmm. or I think the oldest was born here, yeah. but was like a couple months old when they moved. Yeah. And so like his kids are gonna grow up like. Sounding American. like East Coast Americans, and he's gonna Midwest. always Michigan. Is, oh yeah, that's Michigan true. Midwest. Yeah, but that's it. They're gonna you know grow up with these like Midwestern American accents that like their parents both don't have, yeah. right? And and like culture and and like upbringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So you know, so Patrick, you're wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and never speak of this again. Yeah, come on, Patrick. Otherwise, we'll together. accuse you of, uh, <laughs> of, of eugenics, yep. and you'll never you'll never get away from Cla- those accusations. Classic mm. racist, Patrick. Sorry about that, Pat. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tefera Jemian, one of the hosts of Yeah, a podcast on the Upford Network. We are talking about young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what the YA genre can teach us at any age. Join me and my co-host, Hannah Bailey, as we talk about friendships, dating, family relationships, sexuality, experiences of queerness, body politics, and more through the lens of our favorite YA novels as well as books we're just discovering. The Yeah! Podcast, available through the Upford Network and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go Try vegan. paleo. Do Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a Thirty squats a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strong. Eat good more protein. Get more protein. Avoid the dirty dozen. Try a Take an eye. Wear natural fibers. Staying healthy can feel overwhelming at times. Sometimes it feels like you have to change all your habits just to meet the baseline. But sometimes. All it takes is one little change. Ether Kombucha contains four powerful probiotic strains along with essential vitamins and antioxidants, all in a delicious, refreshing package which helps regulate digestion, support the immune system, and aid in the body's natural detox processes. Living healthier can be a treat with Ether Kombucha. Ether Kombucha. Do what works for you. For more information, follow us on Instagram at Ether Kombucha. Topics of High Importance, a podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of High Importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? <laughs> Hi, 
we uh, we're going to move on to our Indiegogo questions. We got a bunch of questions from people as part of our Indiegogo campaign this summer. So for the next little while, we'll just be grabbing those out of a cup and going in totally unprepared. Oh, I'm really excited about this because it's a dating yeah. question. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm. So this comes from Will. And he oh, asks, wait, you have to do Will's accent again. Hold on. And he asks, <laughs> me and Amanda are moving in together after two years long distance. Mm. Any tips? Nice. <laughs> that beautiful British accent. Um, <clears throat> so moving in together with a significant other for the first time. Am I the after only one who has done this? Uh, uh, yeah, never lived with nobody. That was not good. <laughs> that was not. Good. I ain't never lived with nobody. I, I ain't never lived with no boyfriend. See, that becomes a triple negative when you say. Anyway, don't worry. About right. <laughs> Fair enough. But I guess even just like, has anyone done like long distance and then been in the same city? Nope. Uh, no. I've never done, done the, either. I've done the friends friends version of that, but like yet again, I didn't. <laughs> not like, the same thing. No, I know. Thing I know. <laughs> Ross, Ross and Rachel thing. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not, uh, not even. No, like friends, it's like like the TV show Friends. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, what? no. This what? Is too much. <laughs> I'm he knew it was a joke, and he was like, "No, <laughs> that's not what I meant." No, and you Please don't get stop. a laugh. No. Oh man, no. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know how to answer this one. I guess like. So part of it is that you're gonna have to learn how to mm-hmm. keep the handle. toilet seat down. Well, there's that. Yeah, uh, which is just a. Side note, that's just a courtesy thing for everyone. Yeah. Like, if you leave it down, no one's going to have any, like, bad experiences. Mm-hmm. I've never understood this. Like, why? Like, I genuinely don't understand why it needs to be closed. <laughs> is you, it? Is if it, you sit by accident, like, maybe it's the middle of the night and you're not really looking and you think the seat that has be ne- I sit every time. <laughs> that has never <laughs> happened to me before. Do you, very lucky. do you live with a man? <laughs> I live with two men. And oh, two right. women. But also, see, I solve that problem by just closing the lid That's before what I flush. I do. Ooh, before Why? you flush. Why? Before I flush. If you close it before you flush, you don't get to like make sure that it went down. Yeah, what? see, that's my thing. I'm like, I have anxiety that like can, my I stuff is still it. gonna be if, there. If if uh, if the junk isn't going down, you hear it. No, especially if it's not your house, you don't know if it's a good toilet. You, you can gotta make check. sure. You can like I yeah, so yeah, close yeah. it, nah. flush, then open it to yeah, check. That, do you know do you know what I don't want, Candace? Do you know what I don't want? I don't want poop particles all up in the air. So that's why I close the goddamn lid. Yeah, but when you open the lid again, the poop particles are gonna get out. It's like it's fewer. not like most of them are just stuck to the inside of the lid anyway, so they're not in the air. Almost. I'm frustrated. <laughs> it's, it's not sealed, so I'm sure like you have some sneaking in, like sneaking out, and oh, like sure. getting on your toothbrush and stuff. I just, yeah, I just close the lid. Well, little, little sneaky peats. Um, <laughs> okay, so, no. But... So apart from the toilet seat thing, Come on, people. Uh, I, I think when you suddenly go from like not spending a lot of time physically together with a person to spending all of your time with that person, yeah. you're gonna need to figure out your like boundaries very quickly. Yeah, and like find space in your home that's like just for you i feel like yeah. that goes for roommates in general totally. like mm-hmm. you just really need to be like this is my area <laughs> i need my yeah. me stuff yeah. and yeah. yeah i've not i've not moved in with my girlfriend but there have been times when we both lived in the same space for extended periods of time mm-hmm. um and yeah like it, was, it just became really important to learn how to communicate when you need time for yourself and mm-hmm. learning how to do that with the other person around like i have just my, my personality is such that when someone else is 
in the same in the, my vicinity, I'm always aware of them, and there's always a part mm. of my brain that's spending energy to be aware of them and yeah. to think about them, and like and like you know even if I if I would just see like Claire walk across the room, I felt like I had to look up and smile, which right. is not a big thing, but when when I need to not put any energy toward anybody else, that's energy that I should be putting into myself, mm. and it was like mm. understanding I don't need to do that. Right. She right. gets it. You know, and if, if she doesn't, then it's things to communicate and to work on. Like, I need to, you know, maybe maybe do that a little bit so that she gets used to it. And then as I do it less, then she gets used to not, not getting my little my little smirks once in a mm. while, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think the other thing, <clears throat> the thing that's been important for me that I think I would recommend people figure out, like, going into it is, like, who who's responsible for what chores, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time people are not going to want to do anything. Yeah. Um, so figuring out beforehand, like, okay, like what do you hate the least? Okay, cool. You're going to be in charge of that. So like maybe one of you like prefers to deal with the dishes and the other prefers to put out the garbage, make that official, make mm-hmm. that a thing. That's like, you know, your job unless you're injured. And then yeah, like... with, with flexibility. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's like, if you're out late, it's not like, well, just garbage and going out. You know? <sighs> yeah. I mean, sometimes that just happens by accident, no, right? Sure. Like we yeah, frequently, yeah. to put the garbage out from this place, we actually have to take it around to the other side of the house. So especially uh, in the winter yeah. time, we just forget to do that all the time. And the garbage pickup is the morning after we record this show. And uh-huh. so like to put it out before the morning means to put it out after the recording. And then it's like, oh, I'm not going to mm. remember to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so, you know, figuring out division of labor, figuring out like, space mm-hmm. yeah you know. mm-hmm. i think having a second room mm-hmm. you know like not ha- not having it just be the bedroom the living room and the kitchen and the bathroom but the, to then have a like a spare room or a mm-hmm. study or a guest room or something i think that's something my girlfriend and i have talked a lot about when mm-hmm. we're in- inevitably going to move in together at some point mm-hmm. is like probably going to have a, mm-hmm. a fourth room right you know, yeah. for that for yeah i think something else to consider too in terms of the actual relationship and, and besides like division of labor and all that stuff is like <laughs> th- that's important too but uh is sort of you guys are gonna have to change the way you show your love to each other mm-hmm. in a sense because mm-hmm. a long distance relationship really requires a lot of like well i guess i assume i don't know how these people handle it but uh, like a lot of verbal communication whether it's through text or email or skype or whatever um and like giving someone love through words is very different when you're actually in the same space. Mm, And I think like your actions really count more when you're in like a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. physically, like in the same space. And um, so just thinking about ways you can do that in terms of, um, you know, helping them with something like making them dinner or like, uh, you know, um, cleaning the house like or whatever like I guess this brings us back to the chores discussion yeah. but no but like just stuff besides like I love you I miss you because that stuff is great but also like mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship with someone and, and you live together there's other ways you can show that yeah yeah that's true like when you're texting for like a long time the the dynamic it becomes different for every person you're not like looking at like the the you know body language you're not sharing like it's like you might perceive it a way and the other person on the other side might perceive it a different way. And then you like you you meet and it's like this weird, awkward thing at first and just like have to work through that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I mean, introducing like, yeah, introducing a physical element into a relationship is like it's just an adjustment, right? You just mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. adjust. 
Um, but that's it. Find, find time for yourself and like find ways to show love that are more than just like verbal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I think maybe that one was actually from a patron. Yes. Um, So a little, a little note, uh, you guys for as little as a dollar, you can also submit questions for the, uh, lightning round, which is, I guess what I'm calling this now. (laughs) This is not Uh, especially lightning, but here we go. Uh, this is fun. one from Indiegogo. It's from Sa- Sachin Samuel. I hope I'm saying that right. Talk about the FIFA World Cup, Indian oh food or Bollywood. Wait, wait. Okay, wait. This question got better <laughs> as it with each word it improves. We got um, options here. All right. Do you want to read those out again? Uh, talk about the FIFA World Cup. Nope. Next. Indian food. <laughs> Tom mm-hmm. and I are looking like or this. Bollywood. Indian okay. food is good. Uh-huh. Butter chicken rules. <laughs> That's pretty much my two cents on that. <laughs> For two years, I lived right across the street from uh, one of the better Indian foods, uh, Indian restaurants in the city, and have been once. Hmm. All right. Well. I, I want to like Indian food so bad. I want to like it. But every time I eat, there's like so many spices. It's like you're, it's like a palate punch. Right. Aren't you Lebanese? Like, I know, but you're it's, a bad Lebanese <laughs> guy. It's different. It's different on, than man. Lebanese food. It's Are like, you kidding? Yeah, because like Lebanese food, they have the same kind of like I'm used to it, I guess, you know, but right. I don't know. You have it's d- there. I'm there are so many you. peppers. <laughs> so many. Is it like a spice issue or a like flavor issue? It's flavor. Okay. The flavor is mm. too powerful. Interesting. In Lebanese cuisine, we eat whole cloves of garlic, <laughs> but Indian food is uh, too powerful. Is the garlic I don't. raw or roasted? Cooked, cooked. Okay, because cooked. roasted garlic is yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I will it's pop that shit like candy. <laughs> but, and then actual yeah. candy because Wait, what? is rank. Yes. Yeah, you, you roast garlic and eat them like peanuts? <laughs> I, I didn't say that. <laughs> what? You know when you go down to the pub, you get a nice pint of beer. crack open the garlic. <laughs> Oh Shell them, you know. <laughs> oh, it's in a bowl. Just a little. Bowl. You walk into the closest barbecue restaurant. There's just garlic cloves all over the oh, ground. That would smell man. incredible. Oh Jesus. Uh, oh, um, man. Yes, roasted yeah. garlic. Anyways, Indian food. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I used to live very close to um, Star of India, which is like a pretty good mm-hmm. Indian restaurant in Montreal. Um, I think I think there's this interesting thing with Indian cuisine where a lot of actual Indian people look at the Indian restaurants that we have here and they're like, yeah. that's garbage. That's not real Indian food. Um, so even the best, like the best Indian restaurants are sort of like, Meh. not yeah. actually Indian food. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know. Like, I don't know what type of Indian food session is talking about. That's super valid. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's why I, I said that the restaurant across the street from my own place was one of the better ones in Montreal mm-hmm. because I ha- I've had a number of like, Indian people say that like, like that one's one of the, that one's one of the better ones. So it's not, it's not mm. me calling it that, right? But it's, it's, it's I'm quoting. Or it's I'm got the stamp of approval. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, uh, I, you know, every Indian restaurant I've been to, I've enjoyed thoroughly. Yeah. I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of like bold flavors and like mm. bursts of, yeah, of spice and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I will say like I'm all the times I've had Indian food and like picked you know what i wanted carefully because i'm i have a very <laughs> sensitive tongue and so when things are spicy i cannot get over the mouth pain mm-hmm. and so like i just can't i can't move past it mm-hmm. but when i've chosen like a, a, a meal that feels good that feels like you know i've always been very pleased i just don't have i've never had the moment of like man i just i could i would kill 
for like a mm. chicken tikka masala right now. <laughs> sure. I've like I don't have that. It's not your like go to craving. But, <clears throat> but I think it's also because I don't do it a lot. I don't mm. go for it. And so it's I don't have a huge repertoire mm. in in my brain of yeah, of like that being a pleasurable experience. Right. Right. Yeah. What about Bollywood? I have like no, no feelings about Bollywood. Yeah, me neither. Thing. I yeah. was like hoping someone here was like, oh, I'm super down. <laughs> like, it's the best shit ever. Uh, Bollywood, keep doing what you're doing yep. and keep always evolving to be the best version that you can be. Yeah. I, I've noticed, um, I don't know if this is true of all the Netflixes, but definitely all the Netflixes, uh, but definitely <laughs> Canadian Netflix, <laughs> Netflix. has like. Netflix? Wouldn't it be vertices, right? Vertex, vertex, oh, vertex. V- mm. So it's vortex, and not. Right. Vortices, yeah, Netflix. Vortices is the plural yeah. of vortex. Isn't that awful? And not vortexes. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess Netflix. That's canceled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, nope. any, anyway, uh, I don't know about other Netflixes, but Netflix mm. Canada has like a large selection of Bollywood movies. Yeah. Huh. Um, which like, fair enough. I'm not sure like how that ended up happening, but there's like a ton of them, and I, every time I'm like scrolling through looking for a new thing to watch, and all of the you know not wanting to watch The Office for a 10th time is hitting me. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I should just, like, put on some, like, Bollywood rom-com and see what happens. Have you ever done it? No, no. not yet. Tonight's the night, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and about FIFA, mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was a ball. Yep. It got it got thrown Sports. by feet. Sports. And um, <laughs> the, I don't like that uh, that the sportsmen have to pr- fake being injured. I don't like that. That's a strategy. Oh, that's the mm-hmm. worst. I think it's yeah. fake, and I think it's un- unfun. I'm a I'm a bit of a fan of the footboy. I think it's a good sport. I think it's it's what I like about it is that it's a sport that like everyone can play mm-hmm. pretty accessibly. I can't yeah. play soccer at all. <laughs> well, like, I don't mean skill-wise. Oh. I mean, like, resource-wise. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. You just need a ball of <laughs> basically like, mm-hmm. any kind. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that's super true. It's like you need a, a mostly flat surface and something you can kick yeah. and mm-hmm. some way to designate where your goals are. And, like, that's that's something that's accessible, right? It's a very yeah. democratic yeah, that's true. sport. Yeah, yeah it, it's just, it's it's something that, like, poor countries can play and i think that's Mm -hmm. really important because like things like hockey and football and baseball even baseball maybe a little bit less but still like and maybe even basketball not that much but like there a lot of the other major sports you kind of need to have a budget Mm, and soccer you can really just like you can just make it happen that's that's true so yeah so i'm a fan yeah Mm. what team <laughs> Name a singular soccer team, Tom. Wait, they're just countries. <laughs> <laughs> that is so not okay. Like within no, because you've got ones that aren't. Come right. on, let's. What's, be what's the Montreal team, Tom? The Montreal Impact. Oh, yeah. they did it. Uh, also, who's their sponsor? Saputo. <laughs> Pull the next question. <laughs> I think that's true. Yes. Yes. No, it is. Question. You're right. You're right. You right. pull it out of a out of the shell. All right, let's mm-hmm. do it. Out of the shell like garlic. Now I really just want to roast some garlic. What or, is sorry? What is the original purpose of the hole in the back of the turtle? I think a cup like holder. A yeah, I think it's a cup holder. It's just a cup holder. Yeah. That is so extra. Right. Like, <laughs> I found this at my first first not first uh a couple apartments back uh it was just left behind by the previous tenant and oh i was like gosh. cool i'm gonna keep this 
So this was not you. Can, I was I was wondering because I was like, is this something you purchased? Let's not describe or it one? to the audience. Let's just <laughs> nope. keep it. Let's just keep it a yeah. Just a let them mystery. guessing because all I said was, "What's the purpose of the hole in the turtle?" Oh, okay. Eli's freaking out because he got a terrible whack <laughs> no. question again. Wait, Don't okay. Because you've that. said it's terrible, I think we need to put it back and draw a different one so this person doesn't get self conscious. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, <laughs> right, person. Yeah. I just thought about it. I was like, I apologize. Like a, it is a garbage question. It's a shitty question. <laughs> it may be the single worst question I have ever ever seen in my entire life. I love how we refused to answer that, but we talked about eugenics for like 10 minutes. <laughs> but also, now this next person is going to know it's not their, their question. So you know what? Yeah. We picked it at random. It may be the same yeah, one. Yeah, we might have. We'll see. Yeah, Maybe we <laughs> picked all the terrible. same one again. <laughs> we never know. Okay, go but also, okay. Tom and I are notorious for ripping on our on our patrons. Well, so. I mean a little bit less. Oh. I'm a little nice. <laughs> oh, God. Way to leave me hanging, Tom. It's going to be a fight. <laughs> So, uh, our next question is from our Patreon, Sarah Angelica. Nice mm. name. If y'all were able to, y'all, if y'all were able to work <laughs> with any celebrity person of importance, oh. who would it be? Oh, what damn. would your ideal project be with this person group slash group of people? Hmm. I, I have a, I have an answer to this. I've thought of this. Shoot. Already. Tell us. I would love to work <clears throat> on a movie with Denis Villeneuve. I find he's he's one of my all-time favorite filmmakers. Remind me, is he the Fifth Element guy? No. I don't know who that is. Okay. Denis Villeneuve did... Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. There we go. He did Arrival. He did... Yeah. I just... I love the way he, he creates his movies. Um, I love the, the, the aspect on, like, the, the personal that he adds to it. And he's very... he's He seems to me like, like an actor's director. Hmm. Um. Like he seems to me like the kind of guy who will sit next to the to the camera and just talk to you while you're while you're doing your thing and not necessarily the kind who's like super far back and you kind of have to do your thing and hope it works and if he doesn't like it you know hope he's not t- too weird about it right I don't know and like yeah. and the result of it is so great and mm-hmm. it's like gorgeous and just amazing storytelling and I would love to I would love to work with him yeah. so Denis if you're listening <laughs> almost battle <laughs> <laughs> mm. hit me up yeah. I'd, uh, I would really love to record a podcast with Nicole Byer. Oh my God. I feel like we talked yes, about this. Yes, we were just yeah. talking about this. Uh, for those of you who don't know Nicole Byer, she is a uh, improv comedian uh, based out of LA who uh, also is the host of Nailed It, this like Netflix, Netflix cooking show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. She's very funny. She's very like loud and energetic and like mm. open about like sex things in a really like like fun way. Mm. Yeah. Um, like she has her own podcast that's um why don't you date me where she brings on like friends and like former lovers it's and like stuff. people she's hooked up with and she literally asked them like why didn't you go out with me after yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty funny <laughs> it's great yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i it's would love to have her as a guest on this show just because mm. i think she like uh, yeah she's she's great you know nicole slide into my dms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i think i would go for andy samberg Oh, yeah. he's he's my he's my dude like every single show that he's on i just i just love him his sense of humor kills me mm-hmm. every time and like one of my favorite movies i mean it's it's i don't know one of my favorites yeah it's hot hot, hot rod yeah. yeah and yeah if if i would to work on a project with him i would wait i would make hot rod too oh yeah 
Because, yeah. my God, that movie. It's just like so stupid and so funny at the same Brooklyn time. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is my jam. Yeah? Yeah. I would love to like, I want to meet Andy Samberg in person just to see if his mouth is actually the size it seems like it is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like... He just like he's got the the biggest smile in the universe, yeah. and I like I have trouble believing that 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 it looks like that in real life, and that that's not just the way the camera catches him. Like I'm so curious. Um, uh, yeah, mine would probably be Mitch Pileggi, who plays Walter Skinner on the X Files, <laughs> and that is the most typical answer of me. If you follow me on any social media, because I'm a super fan. You met but, him, right? Yeah, I did. I, I met him Twitter. at Comic Con in Montreal this year, and. And I was so shook because on the show he plays like this badass FBI dude mm. who like shows no emotion almost ever and like will kill you with like his pinky finger. But in real life, he's like a soft, soft, sweet boy, like the <laughs> biggest sweet boy I've ever met in my life. And um, yeah, I think that would be super, super cool to do like an episode of the X-Files with him. I would love to be the X-File, like the the, 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 the <laughs> creepy thing that they're dealing with in that episode, like the monster nice. of the week. That would be pretty sick. So I, full disclosure, I've never seen an episode of Holy the X-Files. Holy shit, I'm starting an X-Files <laughs> podcast. So I'm doing your Frasier podcast, but the, the X-Files. The X-Files file? I, the I need I, to know. The, there's literally a podcast hosted by Kumail Nanjiani called The X-Files Files. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you did it. Cool. So, so yeah. my question is, um, explain the X-Files they, to you. <laughs> no but do they do they actually like refer to stuff in the show as like oh, this is our X-File this week so basically the X-Files is the department of the FBI that is like um, cold cases of that deals with like supernatural phenomena okay so yeah like basically when they open a file it's like that's an X-File. Okay. Yeah, okay. they have like a trunk of X-Files that they deal with every week. For a second, I thought you were just making a joke and being like, I want to be an X-File. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man, I like that. Okay, let's do one more. One final This better question. not be the shitty one again. If it's the shitty one, I'm just putting it right back in. It's not. Yay! <laughs> or maybe, who knows? <laughs> this question comes from Lauren Lugosh, who asks... Do you guys like playing video games? If so, I'd be interested to hear what you're playing right now or what games you like. I am not. You used to be a bit. I I yeah, there was a there's a couple that I was I feel like I've been on the cusp of video games for the majority of my life. <laughs> mm. Like I started playing Assassin's Creed a while ago and I liked it, but my laptop at the time wasn't good enough to run it. Mm-hmm. And then when I got a new laptop, I just never got around to to playing it. Mm. And mm. I mean, you know, I had Smash Bros and I like I, I I'm very good at Mario Kart, um, but I I wouldn't consider that gaming. Mm. Right. Yeah. Sure. Like I kill at Mario Kart. Like that's like my thing. I'm like, I got you guys. Don't worry. I mean, but uh, I mean, tournament, let's do it. Okay. After, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. If you, uh, if you give us some money on Patreon, we could afford a <laughs> Twitch thing and we'll live stream it for you. Um, Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Like when I was in high school. That went in an X-File. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, when I was in high school, I went through a phase where um, all the crushes on boys that I had, they all played video games. And so I was like, oh, the way to get boys to like you is to like pretend you like the same stuff as them. Because mm. like, you right. don't want to have your own personality or anything. You really just want to yeah. like pretend you like every single thing that they like and you have no interest of your own. That's why I went to church for such a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. 
Yikes. I mean, for part of the time you were at church, there was a, some genuineness, I'm sure. There's, that's true, yeah. So so you got into video games too. Yeah, so boys. like there was, I exactly, I'm ashamed. Uh, yeah, did the whole Call of Duty thing for a while. I was not good at it, but I pretended I was really good at it. Um, then I just like didn't touch it forever. Didn't touch anything. Nope, no games. And then the whole Gamergate thing happened. And so I was like even further pulled away from that I'm, whole I'm world. Not sure, I'm not familiar with Gamergate. What? I'm not sure I'm familiar with what Gamergate oh, is. Oh, so basically, oh God, I forget the woman's name now. Yeah, I don't remember. Anita Sarkeesian. Don't know if that's accurate. That's a real name, I think. I've heard that before. Let's Google it. If I pulled that out of my ass <laughs> after like so many years of me really impressed with myself, please... Please. Yep. Oh shit! Is that her? <laughs> That's her. That's okay. The person in question. So there was this woman. Damn. Oh no, Tom's face got really negative again. <laughs> I can't tell if she's the woman in question. Let me see. But there's certainly. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Oh, okay, so basically, dang. she's um, reading her Wikipedia thing. She's a Canadian American feminist, media critic, blogger, etc. Um, she was the founder of Feminist Frequency, which is a mm-hmm. website that hosts videos and commentary analyzing portrayals of women in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, she, I don't know if this is the right term, but I think it is. She was like doxxed or something, which means like a bunch of gross men online, like exposed all of her private information. Yeah. And oh. like, called her horrific names and slurs and like um, basically harassed her to the point where like she couldn't even host events in public anymore because she there was like death threats and stuff Mm. Um, so they basically like drove her off the internet for a while yeah Yeah. and it's not rare like since then and before then there have been so many instances of that (sighs) okay um, with women in popular culture and video games Mm. and that world in general and so like for me it's always been something that I'm like kind of scared to dive into Mm -hmm. um, because for me when I like dive into something I go hard and like I'd really want to get into it and like read all the blogs and Mm -hmm. like do like online gaming and stuff and I feel like if I don't know it's just a scary world yeah yeah I I heard like the the Anita Sarkeesian stuff like I heard she she got involved in like uh controversy in like E3 or something she got like really triggered and she got like really upset at a guy who like didn't really mean harm But now that you told me the history, it makes it makes right. sense. Yeah, I mean, like you can imagine after yeah. having received yeah. like s- a bajillion death threats. Yeah, yeah. you don't really want to um, even risk it. So. Yeah. But to be fair, um, having gone to my first Comic-Con this year, I did have a really positive experience. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of like gaming <clears throat> stations and like everyone there was super welcoming and like mm-hmm. positive. So I don't think it's like a huge blanket statement like obviously like there there's a lot of people who make it a positive environment and there's a lot of women gamers and like lgbt gamers and stuff so um it's something i'm definitely interested in but i'm like looking for a way to get in it right properly yeah it's it's tough because i I think like any other thing where you're putting yourself out into the world and like making yourself a figure that people can comment on like spaces like that just are it's really hard to make those safe right Mm -hmm. and like Yeah, because it's completely, like, unregulated in a sense. Like, you can't really, as soon as you start, like, putting up these boundaries or whatever, like, then you get into censorship and blah, blah, blah. And, like, people are really against it for (laughs) obvious reasons. Um, So, yeah, it's a difficult thing. But I think Mm -hmm. just creating more spaces for, like, women and um, other people, like, Mm non-binary folk to feel comfortable in that space is really important. Mm, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I think the, the for me, the most likely scenario that I get really into... 
uh, video games is because I know people who do motion capture for a lot of video mm. games. Mm. Uh, so cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and then it's one of those things where you want to like play a character that's technically your friend. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like if you're, if your friend is like, let's say Eli does oh, motion yeah, capture and you play the yeah. video game, you're like, I'm playing Eli. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> have, you guys, have you guys heard of the video game For Honor? Yeah. No. Yeah. Our, our friend Alicia was like one of the head devs on that. Yeah. What? So like almost the entirety of the mocap was done by one guy that wow. I know very well. Oh, cool. Andy Circus. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> now shout out to Rob Montcalm mm. out there. You're doing you're doing great. Um, but yeah, like he yeah he does a lot of stunt stuff, but he does that inc- and that, that's something I'd be really really interested in interested mm-hmm. in. I just came mm-hmm. out of a stage combat workshop where that's right. one of the things he came in and he talked about that for a while. I was like, oh, man, cool. that sounds that's so really cool. fun. Yeah. yeah. I used to spend so much time on video games when I was younger, like days. And I didn't even care. I was just like, I love this. I'm mm. enjoying this. But the more I grow up, the more I feel like it's a waste of time. Mm. And I feel guilty if I like, if I play like half an hour, I feel like, okay, <laughs> let's do something else. Right. What? Yeah. It's just, Yeah. I wish I had like that non carefree like i don't care let's right. i can play all day <laughs> i wonder if it depends on the video game like i'm sure there are some mm. video games that are like productive yeah <laughs> that, or that they like give you something you know even if it's mm. just like a really good story mm-hmm. or if it's like genuinely like i don't want to say educational but kind of edu- like assassin's sure. creed for example right mm-hmm. like is notorious for like being that like a good blend of all of that but yeah then you got but like know, usually, was it Last of Us or something that has like mm, a, a, apparently oh, has like a really, really, a really good story good one. and there's yeah. like, you know. But yeah, like usually story driven video games they end at some point. So right. these are not the issue. these are not the problem. The problem is like <laughs> the games that like you keep on playing and you level up and sure. like it's like, like a Tetris never or ending. Yeah, <laughs> that's those are dangerous. Yeah, I I find I I similar to you. Like I used to play a lot when I was younger, and now I have trouble because I feel like I just don't have time. Yeah, but I realized that I it's one of the best ways for me to relax and to actually like huh. rest is to play video games. Um, especially if they're if they're games that I feel like I'm being productive in. So like I got really into Animal Crossing like earlier oh, this year. Oh, I did year. play that. I did, I played that on my Nintendo DS. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that's one of those ones that's like, you know, it's you you feel like you're accomplishing stuff by playing it, but it's mm-hmm. also like very like chill and slow-paced. Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't stress you out. So it's this really nice balance of like restful and like not just a waste of time. Yeah, true. Um, I saw your your post last night on mm-hmm. about the Switch oh, and uh, make it two guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three, and I'll be able to start. <laughs> there you go. What I what I'd really like this was one of our like this was our first stretch goal in the Indiegogo campaign was to raise enough that we'd be able to like invest in a uh, Twitch streaming gaming setup mm, for yeah. the uh, for the network. And like definitely part of that was that I just wanted an excuse to play video games. <laughs> but part of it was also like yeah, it would be nice to like be able to offer that to the people on the network and be like if you guys want to stream gaming stuff like you have a space to do it mm. so you know eventually we'll do it I i'd think. be down to be like the lay person like you know you just give me like a really intense video game and i'm just like all right here's the control have fun and go, what's that? What's that? how do i do this yeah what are buttons yeah yeah it's i like, really uh they, they've got a pokemon game and a smash bros now both coming out for the switch both ooh, before christmas dang. and so now i'm like i need I need one immediately. Black Friday. Wait, wait for it. Maybe, maybe. The thing is, like, I don't want to get Smash Bros. late. I want to get it when it comes out. Mm. Anyway, that brings us to the end of our show for this week. It's over. 
if you like this episode. <laughs> you know, I was too happy about that. <laughs> Thank God. Oh. Jesus Christ. I don't have to deal with these people anymore. <laughs> came Guys, all the way from the west island for this shit <laughs> <laughs> if you like this episode consider supporting us on patreon uh like we said earlier for as little as a dollar a month you get to submit questions for the show and for as little as five dollars a month they can be the featured question which means we spend mm. a lot more time on them than the other ones so it's a pretty good value uh if you don't want to give us money that's fair you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on stitcher or apple podcasts and frankly if you made it this far into this episode and you haven't done that already why <laughs> <laughs> uh, share this episode with a friend who, who has a birthday yeah maybe it's their birthday this week or just if you're like hey I know your birthday is May 28th but here's a podcast oh, belated gift for you yeah, yeah. Uh, you could also share this episode with a friend who uh, has parents who didn't teach them a language yeah. uh, or a feminist who got doxxed off the internet yeah. or a friend who got eugenics or someone who watches the x-files <laughs> wait what? whoa hold on rewind hang on a second <laughs> last and not least garlic lovers Ooh, yeah, oh yeah share this with your friend who's most likely to eat just whole cloves of garlic who like shells peanuts. garlic regularly <laughs> <laughs> eats them like uh, like pixie sticks just snorts them <laughs> It's it's like an oyster, you know? You gotta let the garlic yeah. juice drip into your mouth. Oh, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow the oh, show. Oh, well, that was gross. Yeah. Sorry for that sound effect. Mm. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tons Latni. At Eli Boussoulet. I'm at Know The Other Simon. I'm at Candace Pie. That's Candace with an I and Pie with a Y. Damn right. Uh, and also, the Upford Network has a Twitter account now, so Yay! you can follow the network at Upford Network. And uh, Candace like, moderates that. Yeah, that's so. me. Be nice to me, please. Don't dox me off the internet. <laughs> Go tweet a bunch of just photos of garlic at Oh, Upford yes. <laughs> I'll retweet them all. Can we start another Twitter account that's at just photos of garlic? And it's just photos of garlic. <laughs> you see them like pictures yeah. with like a cro- like traveling the world. Like, oh, dang. <laughs> it's like that. people bring a stuffed animal with them when they go <laughs> yeah. yeah. on vacation, but instead it's just the <laughs> same yeah, thing of garlic. <laughs> I found out did, uh, that garlic that you buy at the grocery store has been dried for like a year. What? what? Yeah. What you do not buy fresh, fresh garlic. garlic look like that? I, I mean, kind of like that, but just not bigger? J- just <laughs> like. I don't know, well, squishier, I guess. I don't no. know. I guess bigger would make sense. Bigger yeah. and squishy. <laughs> do do you know any other plant that is in the garlic family? Uh, or onions. Is, do scapes count? I just said onions. I, I, don't, no, think I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> We're idiots, and yeah. that's why we have a podcast. <laughs> I think I'll, you can get like garlic scapes, but I think that's from the same plant. It's just a different part of it. Yeah, like yeah. they look like green onion things. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because like just all sitting on the table. I've seen it. We're making very graphic I've, hand gestures. I've episode. seen it where like the scape is still on the clove, where it just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You know, that's what a garlic should look like. Yes, like a weapon. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> just grab it by the scape. And people, you know, what? like a one-time weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Like soap in a sock, but it's just the garlic <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Does, uh, does anyone have anything to plug? Yeah. Um, Visit garlic.com. Um, no. Galchat, yeah. you can follow us on social media at galchatpod and send us um, your advice questions on sex, dating, politics, and pop culture. Um, that's at galchatpod at gmail.com. Was Galcast taken? Galcast? Yeah. 
That sounds mm-hmm. like shit. So <laughs> I, I did not. Galcast. You're right. Sorry, guys. I'm, on, I'm terrible at this. Sorry, guys. Get out of here. <laughs> if you're the creator of Galcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you do great Galcast, work I'm and you're doing your best. <laughs> If you're the creator of Galcast, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Galcast? More like, shut up. (laughs) Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off the EP Galcast. (laughs) Oh my My fan. Oh god. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track of their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalatni, for the Upford Network. You can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Happy birthday, Simon. <laughs> well, get out of here. Benson, 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 Benson,